laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live, and Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Annalisa. And I'm Reese. And this is To Ellen Back, Generation Q Edition. Nice. That went great. Yeah. Congrats to us. <laughs> Honestly, we're coming in with such a frazzled energy. I didn't have high hopes for that. Yeah, it's a real, a, real, a real intense energy for, you know, honestly, a pretty chaotic episode. So it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not the worst pairing. Yeah. How, how are you both doing? It's been a long day. Yeah. It's been a long day for everyone, it right? Really, it really yeah. has been. We're recording this early because Drew is to catch a red eye, mm-hmm. but the first episode of the podcast came out today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And yeah. that was <laughs> You posted about it. <laughs> I know I did. That feels like yesterday, but... <laughs> it's just been a long day. Yeah. That was exciting. Have, have they ever had a post called Long Day? An episode oh. called Long Day? No. Oh. They should. They had Long Day's Journey in Tonight. I was right. going to say, didn't they do Long Day's Journey in Tonight? They should do Long John's, and it, it should be one where everyone wears, like, little... You know what I mean? Everyone in a Henley. I like Can you that, how cute that, that would be? I like that when you suggest an episode title, you're like, it's directly going to affect, <laughs> like... When you suggested quarterback, it's like they will be playing football. Yeah, yeah, I'm literal. That's, that's rarely how the L word actually works. <laughs> um, so this episode is called Quiz Show, and it is written by Melody Derlishan, who's been writing on the L word since, I mean, Gen Q since the beginning. Yeah. And um, it's directed by M. Weinstein, who actually wrote on A League of Their Own oh, and cool. also directed this short film that I highly recommend called In France, Michelle is a Man's Name. And cool. I, I think this is maybe their first, uh, like episodic credit. Episodic credit. Let me confirm that. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's cool. That's super great. I love that. Yeah. Well, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. I love when there's a first time director on something or writer. Yeah. And trans. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about this episode is that quiz show is also the name of a film. Yes, it is. And I love that film. And this was not that film. This was a TV show about lesbians and bisexuals and other otherwise identified people. Yeah. I've never seen that movie or heard of it. I have heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Well, I love it. (laughs) I saw it in the theaters when you guys were probably sitting in your sandbox building castles. I was at the movies. I was at the cinema. I love that. Watching Quiz Show and thinking, wow. Because you know I love a movie based on a true story. I do know this. (laughs) Um, Well, there's a lot to get into with this episode. There is, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. When the episode started, I went, oh my God, I forgot about the accident. <laughs> um, the crash also looked so much longer in the saga cell than it did in when I watched the episode. I was like, oh my gosh, that was brutal. Yeah. Luckily though, Gigi has survived. Yes, we learned that right away. <laughs> and is pretty banged up, but the we like come into, you know, hazy, she's opening her eyes and the EMT is like, you're pretty banged up, but you're probably fine. Um, and Nat is in the ambulance. Yeah. When, then we learn fine physically maybe, but not emotionally because <laughs> real quick, a slight, a slight nudge from the paramedic yeah. leads to a little post-trauma kissing, mm-hmm. which is Nat kisses Gigi, which feels like, I mean. But it's I, like they press, they press lips kind of. Yeah. yeah it's not like a just, make out. They sort of just touch lips. Yeah. And then they touch lips more. Yeah. Right? I just feel, mm-hmm. this is what I think. I think that if if you have just experienced something traumatic, yeah. then if you want to kiss your ex-wife, 
I guess, like, I get it. You, whatever. It's strange to me to be the <laughs> one who's arriving on the scene and, uh-huh. like, your ex-wife's bloody head and, like, fully in a relationship that supposedly is serious because they were together for, like, a while but before we dropped in here a year later. To, like, kiss her feels... You know what Not great. I was thinking of is, you know, the song Defying Gravity? I, sure. Of course. And how you can do that. Mm-hmm. Defy, that's what she should have done. Because she instead let gravity take her I see, I see. forward, I you see. know, into yes. Gigi's mouth. Right. Yes. And she could have defied it. She could have chosen she to had defy gravity. wanted to feel unlimited. Right. I also think that you're choosing to turn up a slight push into a I'm falling on top and kissing. Like that's Yeah. Well, because it's not a very clumsy fall. <laughs> no. She's not like wobbling. She's like, <laughs> yes, Yeah, no, I'm gonna my lips yeah. are gonna go right into yours. Yeah. I do think this is a mother of her children and yeah. someone who she spent a long time with. Yeah. And something traumatic has happened to her. Sure. You might be like overwhelmed by that. Yeah, I get Trauma. I, for sure. Or overwhelmed by the potential drama. Nice. Mm. Speaking um, of who should arrive, <laughs> but luckily, thank God, because my least favorite thing that ever happens in movies and TV shows is when somebody sees someone kiss someone else and then makes yeah. a decision based on that and does not tell them. Yeah. Yes. Danny is too wrapped up and whatever yeah. to no, even notice what just happened. And she's like, oh, I'm here now. Now it can go. And uh-huh. there's actually a couple of close calls of that in this episode. Yeah, which I was like, Ugh. And then it never happened. But yeah. I was going to say, speaking of overwhelmed, I was by Danny's arms in these scene, <laughs> in this scene. They look amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's a big up for good arms. Big up yes. for good arms. Yeah. A big arms episode. Um, yeah, they should have called it quarms. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Danny and Nat have to have a conversation about, which like, not saying I'm Gigi's emergency contact was played as a big reveal to Danny, but Nat is the I one who called Danny. I do think that like, again, it makes sense to me that the mother of, it, yes, my I frustration agree. with this with, throughout this whole episode that we will get to is just that like, there was like a little bit of rationality last episode when Bet was like, Danny, you're overreacting. And then this whole episode was like, <laughs> she wasn't. Like actually the fact that she's not the emergency contact, in my head I go, that makes sense. The mother of your children's your emergency contact. You've known her for years and you have a friend, a good friendship. Great. But like the person who you've been dating for a year and a half, I get that not switching it over yet. Yeah. Yeah. Louis is not she... my emergency contact and he's mad at me about it every yeah. day. Oh. Not in a not in a serious sure. way, but Yeah. No, well, I had like my ex fiance like two years after he broke, broke <laughs> up text me and be like, Hey, I got like a really alarming <laughs> phone call from your dentist. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Oops. Oops. Um Yeah, I have like my one of my two best friends is my emergency contact. I mean, for my flight tonight that's going to Toronto, where my girlfriend lives, I did put the her The girlfriend, down, yeah. Amy's my emergency contact, but that's because she has her phone on her usually. Um, I put Gretchen as my emergency contact. <gasps> like, I was like, obviously, like, my ex can no longer be my emergency sure. contact. So I started putting Gretchen as my emergency contact, like, two years before we started dating. Oh, wow. sweet. Is that nice? That's nice. Um, anyway, Danny's not Gigi's emergency contact, but she does get <laughs> to ride in the ambulance. Yes. The ambulance is not headed to one place I'll tell you, which is the Paramount lot, which is where the Alice show films. Yeah. And it's where they have their hundredth episode. And they're doing their hundredth episode. And part this of is that. exciting. Yes. I love the colors and the costumes and everything. I just love the images of the episode. Yeah. It is, it is fun. Yeah. It is very fun. They're doing like a little, little like dating game for Alice. Cause she's looking for the one. And as she jokes, where else to do that than on national television? Great point. Yeah. Love is blind. I've done it on Twitter. Sure. Before. Yeah. I've done it on dating apps. Sure. Before. Yeah. You should do it on TV. I should do it on TV. That's, That's what I was I, mean, I will say that like 
I am sad that in 2019, there weren't enough queer reality shows for me to go on a reality dating show. I do think that I would be great on a reality dating show. And I'm sad that like, that's just not where the reality dating world is, except for the one season of, are you the one? Are you the one? one? But even that they went to pet me on that. I would rather marry a baked potato than go on a reality dating <laughs> show. <laughs> a baked potato specifically. Um, well, Alice's three things that she doesn't want is not a baked potato. It's no cults, no think? mixed martial arts, and uh, no improvisers of any kind. Yeah, that last one's very important. It's so LA. It's extremely LA, and I, you know, makes it makes sense. I'm sure she's had some bad run-ins. Yeah, yeah. With mem- I mean, but it's also funny because of all the like, like Shane, like Kate Manning does MMA, and like oh. Stephanie Allen does improv. Like sure. it's all these, you know, oh, it's, yeah, it's a loving, it's a loving little dig. Luckily, I don't think that she's going to have to settle for those because before she gets there, she has to meet Joey Lauren Adams, right? Is that her Correct. name? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Her name is her Joey name. Lauren Adams and she her was... Name is Taylor. Oh, yes. yeah. Her, real name. her character's name is Taylor, but yeah. Joey Lauren Adams was like a huge, huge deal in the 90s, like yes. most memorably to all of everybody. Here is Susan Chasing, the highly controversial <laughs> film Chasing Amy. Has Chasing Amy had like a... Like are people, do people like it now? Like, is it, is it sort of like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, uh, like I don't know, Kissing Jessica Stein, right, like kids right. are all right. Like sort of has had like a bit of a. Yeah. I think there was a Chasing Amy, like in defense of Chasing Amy piece somewhere yeah. in the last couple of years, but I wouldn't be able to there was say a, more than that. There was an article. I mean, we had one where someone talked about how it pissed them off when they first saw it in the nineties and then they like revisited it. Maybe that's all. And then there was also like a Buzzfeed piece where they talked to Kevin Smith. They also talked to Guinevere Turner because part of the inspiration for chasing Amy was like his friend, his like co-producers crush on Guinevere Turner, who's a lesbian who played Gabby DeVoe and also wrote for wow. the original series. Wow. Right. And Kevin Smith dated Joy Lauren Adams, like while they were doing this ah. film and in the interview, like with Buzzfeed, he says something like, um, no, I like, I don't think this was an important film for the, for the lesbian community. I think it was an important film for, for just me personally. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I wish, that more, I wish yeah. that more filmmakers would just be honest about that and yeah. be like, actually, I just made like a film. Like he was 27, yeah. you know, and, and like it meant, you know. I made a film about what I wanted to see in the world right. and I did it for me. And sometimes yeah. people respond to that and sometimes people do not. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, the basic conceit of it is a man falls in love with a lesbian and she decides to give men a try. And it, uh, the, the film does not use the word bisexual at any point and it undermines a lot of stuff. But, you know, it's one of those things that like could happen now I mean, similarly to like how I think the way people feel about Alice dating men now is different than we felt during the original series. You know what I mean? Like times have changed and there's like so much media out there. I mean, I think that's the reaction to kissing Jessica Stein too, right? Right. It's like, oh, well, if you take this character as bisexual, then it makes sense and it's okay. And we are like more, uh, we're just talking about those nuances a little more now. And we have like actual, we have so many more like actual stories about like relationships between women or other types of queer people. So we don't, like if that's it, if the only stories we're getting are like women who like aren't really into women or women who are, you know, whatever. Everyone right. knows this already. But anyway, in the 90s, she was like a huge deal. She was like in a bunch of the Kevin Smith movies. She was in Mallrats, Basic Confused, also famously looked a lot like Renee Zellweger. Mm. Yeah. And they were often compared. So anyway, that's her significance to Great. the community. Love it. Oh, I think she also played a queer character in United States of Terra. Oh. Maybe. I love that show. Anyway, she's, is she queer? No. Oh, okay. But she's cute. Yeah. <laughs> she is really cute. And Alice thinks so too pretty early on. They're like 
They're flirting. Vibing. Yeah. They're vibing. Alice asks her to st- if she's going to stay and watch the show. And she's like, no, I'm busy running this coffee cart. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to clarify. She runs a coffee cart that's been invited to be by party planner. Danny has been brought in for the post hundredth episode party. Got it. It's right. liberated coffee. It said liberated, liberated coffee. coffee. Yeah. They've got a bisexual flag on the cart. Oh, wow. I liberated. I. What happens next is that Finley is applying for school slash has filled out everything, but is unsure if she wants to just press the button, which is interesting to me as a pretty type A Capricorn personality where I'm like, just do it. And then you can decide you can like waffle about your decision right. after you find out if you get in or not. Yeah. yeah. But I also understand that people have different brains as an impulsive person. I'm like, if I've decided to fill out the application, I'm going to go ahead and submit yeah. it. Yeah. It would be the decision to apply. That's like, Oh, well, what's right. it going to do to my life? It's hospitality school. Yes. The what do we think Finley is doing? I, Please must, tell me she doesn't want to manage bars. It must be managing like bars and restaurants, right? Like, Maybe she wants to be a bellhop. Well, think about how cute she'd be in a bellhop outfit. Outfit crossover, like White Lotus. Finley's yes. at the next White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, she would get fired pretty quickly somehow. But well, I think I, it would it be cute. It does seem like the staff at all the White Lotuses like to have sex with each other. So yeah. I do think that um, Finley could get into that mess. Yeah. I'd love for her to work in a place that doesn't serve alcohol, though. I would right. also love like a library, mm. um, a I coffee shop. Coaching soccer. Denny's. Wasn't that fun for her? Oh, yeah. That was so cute when she was coaching soccer. Shane comes in all muscly and is like, let's break shit. And then we have a little Magic Mike XXL moment where it's like they're dancing to Pony by Genuine and also breaking shit. Yeah, it's fantastic. I have long thought that Pony is a great karaoke song for a queer woman to do at karaoke night. It is Um, a very popular cover. Yeah. That one is just like... A fun one. I also think Teenager Back by Weedus is on that list. Mm, in case yeah. I was wondering. Just like you don't change the pronouns. You just sing right. it like it was written. Totally. Yeah. And it's got a kind of queer girl yeah. swagger. You know? Yeah. And girls love horses. Sure. So true. I love Magic Mike XXL. So I just want to put that out there. I right. know that And we you. also, this is a great moment for us to see that Kate Manning has been working out. Yes. And I love um, that for And her. has very strong arms. Yes. And anyway, this was super cute. I enjoyed every second of it. And it wasn't very many seconds, but I did enjoy all the yes. minimum amount of seconds that, that we received. And then Tess comes bursting in, giving the writers an excuse to have Shane cheat by being <laughs> slightly mean for no reason. Um, and then Finley hits a pipe and Tess has a reason to be mean. Yes. I don't understand why Tess is stressed since she wanted the bar so badly, I was but like, I'm going with it. My note was like, she's mad that they're moving too fast, but she called yeah. an inspector before they even had agreed to buy the bar. And then now they're already doing demolition. So like the yeah. whole thing is moving too fast, but yeah. okay. I, looks- I mean, I would get annoyed if I, it was my project, but also I would feel like after having like definitely manipulated Shane into buying the bar. I didn't have much ground to stand on. So Uh that would probably stop me from being upset that they had started before I was ready. It's also like she was the one who wanted to convince Shane to buy the bar. So now that Shane is a little bit bought into the project. Yeah, just let Shane do what she wants to do. Yeah, I would be like, oh, this is kind of fun. Um, She does look incredibly beautiful while being mean. I want to say they did something to her eyebrows here that really did it for me. And now Shane's soaking wet. Yes. And like chastised by Tess. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of people who you think are beautiful, Danny is, uh, <laughs> we go back to Danny, you know, doing all the little planning for Alice's 100th episode party. And she's on the phone with Sophie, yes. which I already clocked as like, oh, interesting. Yes. And that comes back later. But And speaking of coming back later, Nat comes back. <laughs> right. Um, oh, wait, no, she's not. She's talking about planning it at, she's at Gigi's apartment. She's at Gigi's. They're getting ready for the big event. Right. She's on the phone with Sophie talking over final logistics. 
Nat returns to Gigi's, which I guess is mm-hmm. Danny's because later they're talking about where Gigi lives. But I have no idea. I, think I thought it was Danny's. I, I think it's Danny's high oh. rise. There's big windows. Which yeah, I think because oh. Gigi's had like that exposed brick, you know, remember? Right. Oh, yeah. I remember when Bet was in it and I was like, wow, like this is more, this feels more like Danny's like little. I see. So Gigi's staying there because she's hurt. hurt and yeah. then she, without telling Danny, invited Nat over because yeah. all of a sudden Gigi's giving the writers an excuse to have that and yes um, <laughs> Nat has taken a tour through Tess's crazy striped closet <laughs> and has a shirt on that has stripes in so many different directions also Nat Stephanie Allen love to see on both reboot and this show I enjoyed when she said that Margaret Cho was on her bucket list yeah not to fuck her just to see her or meet her that was um, funny that was funny yeah so Nat's gonna like help Gigi get ready yeah and then Gigi asks Nat, if they should talk about what happened, because I love when Gigi's being all communicative. <laughs> yes. And Nat says, No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And is like, There's nothing going on. And Gigi's looking at her with eyes that are like, I want something is. to go on. But I maybe. want I want to upset half of the Gen Q fan base. <laughs> She's like, I have a commitment to this Apple TV program, Blackbird, <laughs> and I need to get there by next Tuesday. So let's get this show in the room. Let's get this rolling. Do they, is this when they talk about it? Not yet. Okay. No. no. What uh, happens next is that Angie, speaking of exes, is yeah. talking to her moms on the phone about Jordy yes. and saying she has bad boundaries. But Angie's like at school. She's busy. She's got to go. I got to say, if you do the breaking up, you do not get to be the one who's like, I still want to be friends. I still want to text all the time. Like, no, you know, but you shouldn't either way. If someone doesn't want to, if an ex doesn't want to talk to you, you shouldn't talk to them. But like uh-huh. if you if you broke up with someone and then you're going to text them a bunch. No. As Angie was on the phone, yeah. I typed into my notes up. Angie definitely kissed her TA, right? It was just like leading into a big mm-hmm. reveal. Yeah. And actually the reveal was even bigger than I could have anticipated <laughs> because it's her professor. Yeah, I screamed. Uh-huh. I don't know if you heard me. We live in the same house. I screamed. <laughs> it's weird because at first I was like, oh God, it's like I'm having fun. Did you guys watch Pretty Little Liars? No. I read the books, actually. Oh, look at you. Well, you're very smart. Thank you. And I'm very proud of you. But I never really watched the series. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, no, this is like an Arya and Ezra fits. But then I remembered that Arya was like 15 years old and Ezra, her teacher in high school, was significantly older. Right. And Angie is legally an adult. And this man, do we think, he, I mean, if she's a freshman, he's probably like a TA, right? He's not like a full, he doesn't have like a PhD. Well, no, he, yeah, he might be like an adjunct professor. So he's probably, though, at least in his late 20s. He says that he's a he's written a novel before and like done some other things, which I think would like qualify you yeah. to yeah. teach. Anyone like, who's written a novel before my age, I think, wow. I, I would not, put him at like 27 or 28. It's not ideal. I it dated is, a 27 year old when I was 18. My, Once again, my, how'd that go? Um, <laughs> well, we did stay friends after we broke up. That's nice. So My thing is actually not about the age gap necessarily. It's about the fact that she's still in his class, but we can talk about we'll that get later. The, we'll get to this later because right now it was just like exciting scandal. And speaking of interconnectivity, Shane has gifted Alice a framed version of the chart. And uh, Tom has gifted Alice a basket <laughs> of pens. And we learned that Alice turned down his proposal, which does make me think, yes, that we have more bisexual content than when Chasing Amy came out. Uh-huh. But I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like maybe Tom deserved a little bit more than in, like a quick mention. But I mean, they do that with everyone. Yeah. They do it with women too. Sure. Honestly, the fact that they are breaking up Gigi and Danny does make me think that like, 
okay, I guess you don't, I, I, you're just doing your own thing. Like at first I was like, you're just giving in to all the fans and what the fans want and no. including biphobic fans, but nope, I think you're just. No, I mean, they T-boned Gigi with a truck. <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> Nothing yeah. is no, sacred. No fan was like, please plow a truck into Gigi. <laughs> um, I miss Tom. I like Donald Faison. I thought the little bit about Shane pointing out somebody on the chart and Alice being like, no, I don't look at her anymore. was very funny. <laughs> yeah, so. I, that. I did pause on the chart and I was like, what version of the chart is this? Cause none of the people Shane dated that we know of are on the chart. Well, like there's no Carmen, no page, no Molly. The, well, cause it's the first version, right? So wasn't it, wasn't what season was that? When did she first like draw it? Oh, season. I mean, season, yeah. Season one. So maybe it's, I think it's probably the season one chart. Well, I'll give it a closer look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she raced it, remember, when the army came over. Right, right. So it has to be based on, like, photos in the back of some old picture or something. Yeah. Speaking of Shane being a hub on the chart, she has brought hair product to give to Ivy. So she's yeah. just going to go find Ivy and actually just have, like, a quick conversation <laughs> about that. The way Alice is talking about this is so, like, being like, oh, you guys hit it off and like not being, I, I was like, you know your friend Shane and you know what Ivy looks like. I don't, I, this, you're mm, come on, really, let's grill her here. She's got bigger things to worry about. That's it's true. her 100th episode. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Do you think Ellen was worried about her friend? George W. Bush. George w. <laughs> Do you think Ellen was worried about George really W. Bush hooking up with some makeup artist? Wow. No, she was worried about image. whether no, she was worried about looking her, at her in the her eye. Special guest John McCain <laughs> on the set. Um, oh, speaking of having too many things to do, Danny is talking about all the event stuff with Sophie. Mm -hmm. They're making a friendship work. They're they're starting to like you know get along, and then Sophie's like, "You and Gigi should come over for dinner with me and Finley." And I just feel like Finley and <laughs> I Sophie, was like, please do. Finley and Sophie should just both cool it on this a little bit. Yeah. I, they're just pressing for this to happen. Once I again, want it to happen. Once again, they're the reason why the relationship ended. So uh -huh. they cannot be the ones to instigate friendship with Danny. Like right, this true. is just a very firm belief of mine that you have like that's you're correct. Like, everyone's so obsessed with being friends with their exes in our community. And I love that for them. But I also <laughs> just think that like it doesn't you can't force it. No, you it can't force it. It has to happen at its own time. Yes, that's true. But I mean, I also tried someone to force to be my friend who had broken up with me and that didn't work. No, of course. That and also that's also work. fine. But you're at least in your right, I think, to right. try that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you obviously liked this person. Sure. No, that's why you me. dated them. And just because like there's no romantic, it's totally. not working romantically. Like, I don't know. It always makes me sad. I know. I agree with that. It's more that I just think that like if you interrupt someone's wedding, right. then you like maybe it's up to them to decide. Yeah. Which we'll yeah. get to. But... Yeah, that was, uh, it was a choice. I wanted it to happen for chaos. Right. Sure. But also I feel like, wouldn't Gigi be like, what am I doing with all of these children? Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of things that are broken, um, <laughs> the, the pipe is still broken over oh. at the second bar. And Tess has a butch plumber who comes over who isn't the butt of a joke. <laughs> nope. So exciting. Progress, progress, progress. <laughs> we love to see it. This is a reference if you didn't watch the original show to the original show. <laughs> but also remember how they're like in Jenny Schechter's adaptation and Jenny Schechter's version of Lay Girls that oh, yeah. she turned the carpenter that bet dated into a plumber. Mm. Oh, that's also interesting. I was just thinking of like, oh, wow, we have like a butch love interest that yeah. is like allowed to be just like hot and cool and yeah. funny and not, I don't know. And Finley's like, don't, like, I, this is my fault. I yeah. broke the pipe. Yeah. Not one, you know, because who puts a water pipe in the middle of a freestanding wall that separates two areas of a building? Yep. 
so I'll stay here. Like you should go. And so Tess go, uh, but Tess is like, I can't go. And on this note, I would like to say, what is going on? I'm confused. Okay. Grace is making um, significant <laughs> eye contact with me because Tess says, I have my sponsee coming. Right. So presumably they're doing step work because yeah. then Finley said, which is a thing in AA, like they're working on the steps, the 12 steps, because Finley says, I have the book, I have the highlighters, like I can do it. Right. And I'm like, how? That's not how being a sponsor works, number one, and also be like is Finley able to sponsor people? Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. So this is just confusing all the way around. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that. Cause I had so many questions <laughs> once, once we get to like that interaction, I was like, wait, why is she here? What's happening? And what's really like bothersome to me as a like studio exec in my daytime life is that like, this is a really easy fix actually. Like they could, this is not a note I would ever give. Cause you never give line notes to a script, but <laughs> it's very easy to have tests be like, shit, I was supposed to meet with my sponsee. Let me text her and see if you, maybe you guys should meet and like yeah. hang out and chat as yeah. like right. sober people. Right. Yeah. But what ends up happening is Tess is like, oh, you can just be a sponsor for a day, which is not how this would go. Mm -hmm. Especially because like Carrie and Finley know each other from their real lives, which is a little complicated. And it's, which it seems like neither of them remember. Right. Right. <laughs> so I just, I, I don't know. It's very confusing. I was also like, is this is another part where I was like, is Tess also Finley's sponsor? Yeah. Very confusing. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Tess is not a very good sponsor. <laughs> it seems no, yeah. a nor, maybe, sponsor. Nor maybe a good girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. She does say that she was harsh, which sure. And it happens to people. Um, it is a trope that I don't love. Like second to someone walking in on someone or whatever is when someone is like uncharacteristically mean in their relationship they get into a fight and then the person cheats. And then right after like, I'm sorry, I was shitty this morning. It, I just do think that like, if your partner's ever like mean to you one time, like don't yeah. go off and cheat that night. Like I just, that, yeah, I mean, that's a good record. You know, that's just like, I would, pretty good I mean, probably in general, like you just shouldn't cheat it. Cheat. Right. Oh, I agree with that. But I just really, I think especially if, yeah. maybe, if maybe if your partner's mean to you all the time. Right. But the if, they're mean, if they're mean the one time. No. So back at California university, uh huh. Angie's professor stops her after class and Angie, this is like how so much porn starts. Yes. I, immediate <laughs> vibes. Um, and Angie is very flustered and she's like, I didn't mean to kiss you. There was a lot going on. I don't yeah. have to be in your class. And here's where I think as an adult, yes, <laughs> being given a paycheck by the university that Angie attends as a student, his responsibility was to say, I think that you should drop my class. Yes. I yeah, can. I don't get it. Like, is, that, I can, is that allowed? What? Are professors allowed to date students in college? No. I don't think so, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Maybe some colleges, but I don't think so. I think no matter how young you are, if you're like teaching the class, mm -hmm. you're not supposed to get involved with I, someone. I and think, even yeah. the fact that they like already kissed, if he was like, look, we're going to pretend it never happened. I'm going to be totally professional. Let's just keep a student. But there's like... No, He's I flirting. want you to be in the class. Yeah. And they kind of giggle. Bad. No, bad, bad, bad. That's that's no good. Maybe it's like the cycle because like Bet hooked yeah, up with her. Yeah, I did her, think about that. <laughs> I also thought about that. And now it's coming back around. And one day Angie will be going into the office and they'll be like, well, we had your mother in the same seat not so long ago, young lady. <sighs> or like maybe <laughs> it comes up and Bet is like, how could this possibly happen? And then has right. to reckon with like what she has because she's on this journey of growth yeah. around Tina maybe. I don't know. I mean, it is, it is 
kind of a cliche. I do think it's something that happens like a lot. Yeah. So if they do it well, I'm not against it. <laughs> yeah. If it's one of those things where they're like in the original, we didn't really, you know, we were from the bet perspective. And so now we're going to tell the story from like the student's perspective. Yeah. There's something interesting there. Sure. I don't know if I need it. I kind of would rather just Angie like have like a fun ho phase instead of a like questioning the nature of power dynamics and abuse <laughs> ho phase. But oftentimes those things happen at the same time for us. And that's just how it is. Yeah. She's going to write some great short stories. I'm Excellent sure. short so stories. About her creative writing professor, yeah. which is just mwah. Yeah. yeah. Um, elsewhere in inappropriate flirting. Mm-hmm. Ivy is like really stoked about the hair product that Shane has brought. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they're flirting. They're flirting. And Ivy's like, you know, do you want to come hang back? You know, you want to stay backstage and hang out where the party's at. Yeah. Shane puts up like one half a second of a fight. <laughs> so there's no, like, I, I couldn't possibly. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's really. Sure. Yeah. If you insist. Bernie Sanders meme. I'm once again asking Shane <laughs> to talk to her partner about what she needs from a polyamorous relationship. But then what, would we have a show? <sighs> yeah. And what would this show be without couples who aren't speaking to each other? Speaking of which, um, <laughs> so Gigi has arrived at this event, which I think maybe I would not go to if I had just been in a car accident. No. <laughs> you're, go- you're, going, um, you're, wait, you're going with your ex-wife to see your former yeah. thruple. But like, uh-huh. I, yes. People. Like, I, this is what I'm talking about. I, like, I really all. support being friends with your exes, but this is just too far. This also, is beautiful. This is, like, this is community. This is love. This is the way that we live. This is gorgeous. I love this for everybody. Sisterhood. Is Sisterhood powerful. is powerful. powerful. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls go with their ex-wife to see their former thruple partner shortly after being T-boned while texting their current girlfriend who is running the show and is in a bad mood for the entire and, episode. And the producer of your th- former thruple partner, that is your current girlfriend's ex-fiance uh-huh. who was interrupted at the wedding. Yeah. And then there's Finley who used to be a PA on the Alice show. Also right. true. Yeah, um, why doesn't Finley come back and work on the Alice show? That'd be a I'm great saying. job for but her. But then, then she'd be with Sophie all the time. That's true. That's, that's too much. But there is a way that Finley could be on the Alice show and be in a totally different department that Sophie and actually never interact with her, I think. Yeah. But that's Or they could be like Jim and Pam. Uh, no one here wants to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> we both kind of nodded. Yeah, we gave you a nod. You just can't see it on the pod. I love the office. That's okay. Um, okay, so, so what? Drew just saying that's okay, very softly to you, yeah. like you need to be consoled about enjoying the I office. I don't. I don't feel any bad. I don't feel bad about it, and that's okay. Um, so Danny comes over to see Gigi and make sure that she's okay, and Nat immediately asks for champagne uh-huh. and asks Danny to like give her gift to. Alice that she yeah. brought. Yeah, which is a bag of oranges. Which is a bag and of Danny oranges. And Danny is so humorless. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, Danny's at work. Like, it is, like, Danny's at work. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I think she's just feeling overwhelming insecurity about the relationship. And so she's, like, unable to, to like, communicate like a normal person. I also think, yeah. though, that Nat could be chiller. Like, yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think Nat's feeling, like, a way about, oh, I think I'm in love with Gigi again. We kissed whatever and so but it's everyone good. we're in love with Gigi sure no I get it and you were all in relationships sure but you know what I would I would do instead of joking up with her I would just I would I think Give my girlfriend one. would probably also be in love with Gigi <laughs> and that's the way to do it this and then is, you'd have a thruple when these two had a thruple I'm just saying that thruples could solve as someone who's never actually been in a thruple <laughs> I do think that sub thruples could solve most problems on television I've been in on, a thruple on television definitely in real life I'm not sure I'm not so sure um 
Gigi in this conversation, they're joking about their kids. They're like, they're also flirting. It's a big, big win for flirting this episode. Yeah. yeah. Gigi does a big reveal that when she got hit, she saw her life flash before her eyes and she did not saw see any of us. She <laughs> saw none of the hosts of Tell and Back, which is frankly rude. Yeah. Weird. She did not see Danny also. And she did see Nat and the kids. Yeah. Do you think it was like, they were like floating on a cloud or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was like the kids were like throwing jelly at each I other also, and Nat was like sitting out like a mermaid on a, you know, like a shell? Well, aren't the shell? kids too old to throw jelly? I, I, I mean, anyone that. could throw jelly at any age. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's a good point. We're all going to die. I just think that if I saw the mother of my children and my children when I was in a car accident i would go that makes sense i'm going to continue my good relationship with my hot girlfriend of a year and a half danny like i i just don't think i would spiral what if your ex-wife was stephanie allen and her hair looks really shiny today her hair did look really good and i was like Gigi has a Gigi has a hair thing and i i I do i do think it is bodes well for me if i was ever in the fictional (laughs) word universe well i think that she like i don't know why she's spiraling about i don't think that it could be that alone because like Sure. Literally everyone I've ever dated at least comes through my mind at one point yeah, in a, yeah. any given day. I'm sure my life flashed before my eyes. Who knows what I would see? Yeah. Besides my new wife, baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Danny gives Nat champagne, but with no glasses, which is Danny, <laughs> microaggression. Very Danny. Like just very like I do there there I do love it. I yeah, do too. She's gonna be such a bitch and it's yeah. your bitch. Take <laughs> it. Yeah, luckily um, she has a reusable straw. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, how long is the reusable straw that Nat is packing to get to the bottom of that bottle? I would just I was have impressed. just drank it out of the bottle. Me too. That's yeah. tough with champagne, though, because of the bubbles. and then it- You can drink anything out of the bottle if you really want it. That's true. And she did, because it's what she <laughs> asked Danny for first. <laughs> yeah. Carrie arrives. Carrie is back. Um, it's so cute. Yeah, and tells Finley that Tess described Finley as... Leonardo DiCaprio from Romeo and Juliet, and... With the hair and everything, I totally see it. Wow, that is weirdly the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. That is an incredible compliment. It is really really because, God, he looked incredible in that film. Yes. Yeah. And Finley makes kind of an offhanded joke about being on a gender journey, which I'm just, my ears said. Yeah, I did did catch that. Interesting. And basically, Carrie is here to talk to Tess about, like, the (laughs) things that are going on in her life. So she's just going to talk to Finley about it. I'm accepting this as whatever. Okay, cool. But we hear that, like, I guess Carrie spiraled after finding out that Tina and Bet are back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hit rock bottom mm-hmm. as one does and or whatever. And then now. I think now Carrie doesn't uh, like wet bread and isn't around anyone who's going to make her it, eat exactly, wet bread. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's not going to eat wet bread. And that is movie magic. So I, true. I will say that. I don't want a dry sandwich, but I do. I don't know. I don't want a saucy sandwich either. I really like a, a very middle, like, and it depends on the sauce because sometimes even like a light sauce. I want like a I'm, hard bread. Yes. I want sauce. I want a bread that's crusty enough that it doesn't really matter because I do mm, kind yeah. of like a saucy sandwich. I'll say it. I like I like putting like olive oil. Yeah. And like you know. I think her problem is she went to Subway and their bread is made mm-hmm. out of like a like a it's cheap base, sheet from it's, really it's basically point. paper. Yeah, like the yeah. cheese they give you for free in college for your extra long bed. <laughs> That's Subway bread. Um, I do love that she's still a deals queen. She's like, I, yeah. I my punch mm-hmm. card gave me an extra sandwich. Like, yeah. Finley, you can have it. I love she, her and Finley are a good fit. Yeah, I like as them. people. Yes, they're fun and they should have been friends long ago, I think. Yeah, um, I want Carrie to adopt Finley. <laughs> Maybe that's because I know Rosie O'Donnell has adopted a lot of children. So I just feel like <laughs> Carrie could adopt Finley. Sure. 
Yeah. And so it's kind of odd that this setup is that Finley is sort of adopting Carrie. I don't know. Yeah. I, eventually they do a team up, I think. Yeah. But Carrie has to pee. So she's going over to Dana's. Which again, we're also noting that this meetup's happening at a bar. So even if Tess <laughs> is like the master of being, if like Tess is like the queen of being able to like be at a bar, even though she's an alcoholic, why are you inviting <laughs> Carrie to a bar? Anyways, that's what I thought was going to happen is Carrie was going to walk in, see all the alcohol bottles and like, I was like, no, 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 no. But instead, we get a meet cute. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to be an L Word viewer and just kind of every time something starts to happen, tense yeah. up and think the worst thing is going to happen. And then when it doesn't, you're delighted, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. was, by the scene of them meeting. Yeah, because yeah, it's just with her nose busted. Misty's yeah. in the bathroom. Carrie goes, to, goes in the door and... It hits Gary in the face is what Drew is motioning with her arm. Yeah, sorry, arm. it's a podcast. Um, I got really stressed out, though, because Carrie had to pee so bad that she was, like, yes. giving herself a little, like, thing about Kegels and, like, holding in the pee. And I was like, is she going to pee in her pants? I know. I was also really stressed about that. When did she pee? Did she what, pee? Did she ever pee? She's still holding it to this day. Rumors have it. She must. Maybe she peed a little. Uh, maybe I, she peed a little. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to have. But they, then she put, so Missy puts tampons in her nose, right. which in my opinion was a throwback to when Miranda put tampons in Steve's nose in Sex in the City. Mm. Cute. Wait, is it Missy or Misty? I'm going to say it's Melissa, Mi, Mest, Misty, <laughs> Mi Missy's? Misty, 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 Misty. I thought it was Misty, but I could be wrong. It's Did I say Missy? Yeah. Oh, well, Doesn't matter. I misspoke. You missed spoke. Mm. <laughs> nice. I guess speaking of alcohol, one of the I was match just game about to say, <laughs> unfortunately, speaking of sobriety. Yeah, one of the match game contestants is too drunk. And so that's now Sophie needs to find a replacement last minute. Wow. Who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? Um, Nat is also drunk. She's, it seems she's like she's tipsy there. in the audience. They're kind of like loosening up. Yeah. Um, You'd be a terrible criminal to me is a dead giveaway flirt. They're flirting is what they're doing. Yeah. Is this where they say they met when they were... 18 and 19? I think so. They met when they were 18 and 19? So did they date and then get married and then had kids and then starting from when they're 18 and 19? Uh, That's what I'm being led to believe. That's a really long time. It's a really think, long time. I think... Um, eh, maybe you know, though... <laughs> maybe in this episode they met when they were 18 and 19 and in other episodes. Who knows? But okay, so they're they're in like their late thirties, maybe yeah. early. Like the actors, at least, are I think are in their early to mid forties. Yeah. So does that mean they were married <laughs> for like twenty years? Yeah, that is crazy because what the series events of Gen Q have spanned three years, maybe somewhere between three and thirty years. Yeah, and <laughs> and Gigi had been divorced, and for all like, of time is like how many years? Ten thousand. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So what were they doing when? Jenny and Tim move next door. <laughs> when Jenny and Tim move next door right. to Bet and Tina, where, where were Nat and, and Gigi married? Married, pregnant, probably married and planning for a baby, much like Bet and Tina were trying. Yeah, to. Yeah, they could have been friends. Um, oh. The <laughs> note that I took is the L word Gen Q's official position is like the ex you love most is your one true love. Yeah, yeah. that is there. That really that's, is their position. That's where they're coming from. Yeah, this season's all about finding the one, except you already found the one <laughs> and it's your ex. They're already in your pool. You've actually already dated them. Try again. <laughs> I think yeah. the reason why I'm a little sensitive to it is because I've watched the way that like my sister has emulated sex in the city and given <laughs> exes who are terrible and very much Mr. Biggs. Yeah. Like, so many chances because of that messaging. And I'm like, well, 
here we are doing doing the gay version. Well, that's what I did too with men. But the thing is, you can't do it with women because they start being in another relationship right away. <laughs> right, right. So like you can't ever get back with your ex because usually your ex gets married to the next person that they're with. Right. But you have to also want to cheat as much as the outward characters. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hilariously, this then cut to Danny and Sophie interacting. And I was like, if that's what's happening know, right now, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> um, it's not. No. Sophie asked Danny to like be a fill-in for the dating game and Danny's too busy. Right. And then we cut to Shane and Ivy also having a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, this is one of those where it's like, they're just moving through the event mm -hmm. every 35 yeah. seconds. It felt like Ivy says she's having a hard time on dating apps, which if that's the case, then we're all dating apps should be just well, yeah. well, she doesn't say like, I'm having a hard time getting matches. That's she true. could have, be having a hard time like sustaining conversations with boring people who just say, Hey, sup, <laughs> you're so pretty hard mm -hmm. eyes. Like, that feels totally realistic. Especially, be, imagine you matched with Ivy, how intimidating you'd be. <laughs> Think about how- I would be so excited. I mean, I would be too, and I would obviously come up with something clever and worthwhile to send her, but like a lot of people in our community would just be like, I can't message first. She's so much prettier than me. Yeah. Oh, anyway, but it's funny because Shane's like, yeah, this dating app's like Shane 100% has never and will never be on a dating app. Never in her life. No, um, Shane is the dating app. But mm -hmm. they're trying to like- you know, they're trying mm -hmm. to find common flirt ground. Mm -hmm. um, but then they get a group project. Yes, they do. And it's Sophie brings Taylor, Taylor over. Taylor. Yeah. Brings Joey. Taylor over. <laughs> Makeover time. Uh huh. They have six minutes and neither of them are moving with any urgency. No. Absolutely whatsoever. not. No, they know that they're in a TV show and that they have a lot more time than that. Yes. I would like to say that in my notes, I wrote Ivy and Shane double team her, which is very yeah. interesting <laughs> writing. <'cause that's laughs> but it was, it's cute. It was cute. Yeah. They get, I mean, if it was, if it, like, I know Shane is dating Tess but I'm upset about the second I, bar. So I, it's a bummer because like, I don't know if we had to break up a couple, like if we wanted to do the storyline, this would have been a really fun storyline. Right. I don't know. I just think there could have been something more interesting instead of Shane doing a Shane again, but sometimes people don't change. And speaking of people who don't change, Alice is wearing another great suit. It's a yellow suit. And Beautiful. I love it. And Margaret really Cho segue. is on the, thank you so much. Margaret Cho's on the TV show to like give little banter and jokes during the match game. And we learned that the first contestant is a man from rural Montana. I want to know what the selection process I was. I am also a man yeah, from rural curious. Montana, so I related to that a lot. Mm. Yeah. Is that the guy who, when they say, what's the best, why do you want to be with Alice? And he's like, she's the whole package. Or no, something. it's the he, second person who says What did he package. say? Oh, he what's says, not to love? What's not to yeah, love? Yeah, I would have shot him on site. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gigi is, we're still like, every, again, everything's happening at the same time. Gigi's leaving and Nat is taking her, but Nat has been drinking and well, Dan but also before this, Danny saw like peek through the curtain and saw yeah, Gigi yes. and Nat like holding hands. Yeah, they're touching hands. Yeah, which is like a really weird thing to do when you're in a live studio. Oh, yes. you could be filmed at any moment. Danny, to her credit, confronts Gigi and is like, I want to talk. Like, what's going on? Like, something's clearly wrong. This does seem like a weird time to do that, though. Danny wants to do it now. Great. No, I it, mean, is, it is a bad time. But. Gigi also forced the conversation with Nat. We, you know, we Why all is, want to like confront our emotions yeah. currently. Why is Gigi there in the first place? Television. If, for drama. I know. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Montana Man is a veterinarian. And then the second contestant is runs a startup for <laughs> NFTs. Uh -huh. And I... Okay, so I watch storage. What cold storage for? Yeah, at first I thought she was oh. gonna do like cold storage for like I don't know what that for is. like meats and cheeses, and I was like, that's hot. But then she was like for NFTs, and I was like, are TV shows being paid to like shill for NFTs? Because <laughs> Queen Sugar has had like a whole NFT thing this season that feels like the way product placement feels, where it's like awkward, and you're like, why are they talking so much about NFTs? 
And I made me think like, maybe TV shows are like, either it's just like a topical reference people can throw in. I think well, I bad. refuse to find out what NFTs are. Same. Me too. Or no why one they can make me. Or why they need storage. to be cold storage. I need to be cold storage. Um, but Margaret Cho's making jokes. It's still fun. And then they're pushing Taylor out onto the stage to answer her first question. She doesn't know what the question is. She's very flustered. She even says like, I don't know why I have to be on TV okay. right now. Okay. Right. But we are off to the races anyway. Yeah. yeah. And she says she's from normal Illinois. Mm-hmm. That's a real place. There are a lot of places named normal in Yeah, um, there's like one in Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back at the bar next door to Dana's. Mm-hmm. Finley and the Carrie. Jenny Schechter Memorial Tavern. <laughs> right. Finley and Carrie are like trading drunk stories. Finley's like talking sort of fondly about her time being drunk. Also, I forgot that Finley grew up in Kansas City. So when she was like, <laughs> I took a bus from Kansas City to LA, I was like, what? I had such a jump scare. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's one way to get a, through a, a bus ride. Goldschlager? bad yeah what is that goldschlager that's the first alcohol i ever tasted in my whole life on this planet really because i had seen like beverly hills now to an hour you know where people drink i'd seen shows where people drink right uh-huh. i w- did not know because i was like 13 or something it wasn't like we got drunk it was like let's taste alcohol right, right. you know and it was at my fancy friend's house where they had fucking goldschlager um i didn't know that alcohol tasted bad <laughs> that's i had no idea because on tv they're just learn. like doing shots like it's nothing right. like luke perry was always just like blah, 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 you know like yeah. ah. so i was like oh my god like i was just shocked wait what kind of alcohol is it? like what is that though um a gold schlager i'll google it later i guess <laughs> yeah. i could have if i cared I'll enough google it now no 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 it's but it has gold flakes oh it's it. a super bad drink i think it's vodka Goldschlager is a Swiss cinnamon schnapps. Schnapps. Anyways, uh, Finley is talking about how it's like harder to take risks and do stuff when sober. Like press the button on her hospitality application so that she can become a manager of Subway. They start like joking about or like talking about like Misty comes by and and Finley's like, "You're, you're into her. And so then Finley's like, I'll send him a college app if you go ask Misty out. And Carrie's like, Sure thing. Yeah. Carrie says, I'll do it. Uh-huh. And then she is like, I did it. And Finley sends off our college application. And then Carrie says that she... Well, no, it's not actually a date. What is it? I sort of joined her bowling league. I'm the newest member of I Can't Believe It's Not Gutter. <laughs> you know what? Playing the long game. I'll take it. Yeah. And I thought it was a really good representation of how adult sports leagues make weird punny names. Although I was surprised that they didn't somehow incorporate something lesbian adjacent into the name. Yeah. But congrats to everybody. Do we think that she asked was like what how do we think it went from asking out to bowling league? I feel like she was like, What are you doing yeah. some night? Mm-hmm. And the plumber was like Bowling. Bowling. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I've like, forgotten I how to put words into sentences. That's, it's a long day. Yeah, so um, the writers. <laughs> Just kidding. They didn't. I love this episode. And then uh, we go to a cute little scene of like Tess's mom reminiscing. And then they like, there's a Carly Simon song and they have a little, a little, a little dance moment. And it's, it's cute. If it's I sweet. felt more invested in Tess as a human being and a well-written <laughs> character, I think I would probably be a little bit more into the moment, but great robe. Yeah, it's it's a sweet little, it's a sweet little Her moment. Great robes. Um, and it's a reminder of Tess right before we watch Ivy walk up to Shane and drink her drink. Top tier flirt. Which is, have have you seen that in the world? I've done that in the world. Yeah, oh my God, I've done that so many times. Yeah, top tier flirt. I've never seen that. That's a huge flirting move. 
I've done it probably a hundred times. I've done it like so like many times yes. in my life. Just take it right out of their hand and put it in my mouth. Yes. Sometimes like, what are you drinking? Grab yeah, it. That that feels, taste. Sure. But, but like the, just like walking across and taking that. And especially cause it's not like a straw, like a straw. I feel like I've they've seen, been flirting. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just in awe of it. It would just like oh. work on me so well. And I've oh, ne- yeah. it's never been done on me. So I think <laughs> that there's a specific energy though to the, but there is, yeah. I'm here it to is. There's something. It's like an intimacy, right? Because you're like, I'm not afraid putting, of your germs. Yeah, you're putting your mouth where their mouth exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, and so then maybe you could put your mouth on each other's mouths. Yeah, right. Which um, is what happens later. I am yeah. like, why does everyone fuck the Alice Show? <laughs> the Al- the set of the Alice Show should it's be memorialized. Charged. Yeah, Shane does Sex not look a little bit concerned about the fact that she's in a committed relationship. Like, there's no. I feel like in the original when she would like do this, there would be a lot more like tortured whatever she's like i know who i am and who i am is bending <laughs> ivy over and fingering her from behind and, and god I, bless it sure honestly bless them bless them i thought this was a fantastic sex scene <laughs> i enjoyed it i enjoyed it two thumbs up to everyone involved congrats to everyone sorry tess sorry um, to tess but also again as you said last time like i do think that she should get a free freebie on this uh, yeah Speaking of, uh, I don't want to say cheating because Gigi and Nat didn't, it wasn't a cheat. It just was like, anyways, Gigi confesses the slight kiss and Danny's like, why are you trying to hurt me? And Gigi's like, I need just some time. And Danny's like, no, you don't get time. We're done. Go fuck yourself. I know she doesn't say go fuck yourself, but that's the energy. The tone. Bold. Not what I would have done. No, I would have wanted to spend at least three weeks talking about it. Definitely feeling and very tortured about yeah, it. Yeah, I would have at uh, Slack like been like, I've, I'm having some personal problems, but I swear I'll get my work done. I get it. I get it. I get being <laughs> really? like, I get, I mean, I don't think that's the move that I would have done, but I do understand the feeling of like, you don't seem interested in me anymore. It just happened a little too quick, but I do think like she's pulling away. She's being distant. It feels weird. I get being like, no, I don't want you. If you have to think about whether you like me or not, then you don't. And then we're done. But I don't really feel like that's what she's thinking about. My thing is just that she did just get hit by right. a car. That is a very good point. Yeah, maybe um, she has a concussion. That's a really good point. And, yeah. Do concussions make you have developed feelings for yes. your ex-wife? Yeah. yeah. Common, common. Yeah. Every time I've had a concussion, I've immediately thought about Nat and my children <laughs> and the grape jelly. She's just like reeling from a major event. And they've been together for a yeah, year and a half. That's fair. That's that's a good point. Good but point it's a her. long time to just kind of end it backstage at the Al show but that's I mean Danny is very wham bam yeah no Dan- thank you ma'am Danny's very reactive also in fairness which she brings up later Danny has had this sort of thing happen mm-hmm. to her already so yeah. I can see that she's primed to be like yeah fuck this I'm out I don't need to wait around for it to get really bad you yeah know? yeah that makes sense we cut back to the dating game and the contestants are giving such horrible answers to why do you want to date Alice. Awful. Yeah. Someone saying smart, sexy, and beautiful. The full package. No. What? What are, what are you like a middle school boy describing <laughs> why you like have a crush on someone and you don't actually know anything about them? Like, yeah. no. Very strange. Saying what's not to love. Like, honestly, a trap door should have opened up beneath his chair and he should have yeah. been shot to middle earth. <laughs> yeah, I would, again, I'd like to know where they found these people. So Taylor says, uh, Well, they promised me a coffee mug if I did the show. So <laughs> the free mug. Yeah, that was cute. That's Which what I was would very say. funny. And Alice likes. And so Alice chooses Taylor. Surprise, surprise, yeah. surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, also, Joy Lauren Adams has like a famous voice. Yes. yes. Like she has a very distinct voice and it's very sexy. 
I think that I had I a mean, crush what's on her to love? when she was in Big Daddy. That's why I asked. I mean, I love like in Days and Confused. Loved her. Also, um, when I thought it was her in Empire Records before I realized it was her name. I loved that too. <laughs> oh, Renee Zellweger in Empire <laughs> Records is so hot. Right. Um, I do love how like these two are just totally twinning. Like when you see yeah. them standing next to each other on stage like that, you're like, this is exactly who Alice would date. Like a real live talk show Alice would absolutely date someone who's less successful and looks very similar to her. Uh-huh. Boom. They made Margaret Cho say love is love is love on stage, which did. <laughs> I thought, tamper. wasn't she kind of making fun of love is love? I Was don't she? know. They also no? made her say, unlike women's reproductive rights in I know, America, I this choice I is died. yours. And I'm like, that's the best you can give Margaret Cho? Like, <laughs> let, let her write her own dialogue and pay her for it. Yeah, I liked everything Margaret Cho said until the reproductive rights, and especially because then it flashed the audience. And I like, oh, no, the but it extras were was like, extra. I know the extras were <laughs> so extra. <laughs> and I was like, okay. They were like, good point about yeah. Roe v. Wade. Big nods from the yeah, crowd. Yeah, okay. Um, speaking of just throwing things and hoping it works, uh, <laughs> Danny was just throwing those oranges at Nat's car. I love that. And it her. was very funny. I, I loved it. And I also love that it's a bit of a throwback to when Gigi is banging on the door of Nat's yeah. home. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't love that once again, we have mixed signals about alcohol in this program. Right. Because she's like, should you drive? Like, can you drive? I should drive, whatever. Which, first of all, should you? Aren't you on pain meds? No, and no, then, neither of them should drive. And then, on pain and meds then and ask, like, I only had a few sips. I'm like, you've pulled out a full straw to drink an entire bottle of champagne. You had more than a few sips. And then, but then she's just like, no, just because you're a really bad driver, which was funny. That was funny. But I also was like, hmm. Um, I also, so are, is it that Sabita Moffi had another show to be on? Like, what is going on? Like, they're just yeah. broken up now. I don't know. Like I'll, I will die if she doesn't come back. I'll be devastated. Yeah. I just, I'm I lay down my life for her. I know that I'm in the minority, but I would also lay down my life for Nat and Stephanie Allen. I want to see more of them. Like, I just don't understand why. <laughs> Whatever. I love, I love this for you. I love it. Whatever. I love. That. I know. I love it for you. Thank yeah. you. Like every time that Nat comes back, I'm like, oh, this will be great for you. <laughs> Thank you for your yeah. support. You and know what that is? Sisterhood. <laughs> yeah. You know what that is? Powerful. powerful. <laughs> and I think that. I really hope that they're not like that. This isn't the end of just, for the season. Cause I, I thought she was a regular. Isn't she, she in all the promo too. photos? Yeah. I think so. I just am so surprised by the breaking up of Gigi and Danny so quickly. Like, it's not that I like thought they were so good together, but people loved them together. And I'm surprised we didn't like get to see it really. Well, maybe what's going to happen is they'll get back together. That's true. That ha that's happened on the L word before. Famously. <laughs> So now Danny is sad and tells Sophie this is the second time the person she wanted to marry ran off with someone else. Um, also, Danny's eaten like 17 oranges. Yeah. She so is, that's really great. Like her skin is going to be like glowing. Vitamin C. So many oranges. Radiant. She like, won't need to take a multivitamin. But they have like some nice like kind of friendship moment. Danny says that Sophie's killing it at work. I thought that was like a really good moment of like how you always think someone else's life is going better than yours. Yeah, you totally. know, where she's like, always. Like yeah. on both sides, you yes. know, they're and both, it's like, yeah, they're both like, you're so together, like yeah. you're killing it. And both yeah. of them kind of are looking at the other person like, like oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. to your ex, like especially right. to your ex who you haven't totally patched things up with yet. Like you're pretending to be doing better. Yeah. Also, you always look at your ex and think, oh my God, my ex is thriving without me. You never see that. You never consider that anything could possibly be bad until your friends are like, no, you know that she's treating her just like she treated you. Right. And you're like, no, she's not. <laughs> no, they're happy. <laughs> they're happy. Like um, we never... In a way that we couldn't be. Why wouldn't she feel that way about me? Yeah, big stuff. Um, honestly, Sophie is a bigger person than me because if Danny had made that little crack about two people who she wanted to marry leaving her, I would have just gracefully said, well, 
this seems like you're having a bad time. I'm going to go. I would have felt just me. so guilty. No, yeah, I would, I would I just, have stayed there and taken all the yes. emotional. <laughs> give it to me. Give yeah. me it. Yeah, nope. I would have been like unloaded onto me entirely. I'm like, a terrible I, do person. Do you want to punch me in the face? Would that help you? Would you feel <laughs> yeah. better? Um, Whatever you need. Do you want me to eat an orange? So he then invites Danny over. Yeah. Um, which, I don't, which I don't I might have like checked in with Finley, but it's fine. Yeah. Wow. Will that come back to bite us? Don't know. Um, and Danny is a little bit confused by this as honestly am I. Yeah. And Danny's like, are you trying to get back together with me right now? So yeah. he says not a fucking chance, which now if I'm Danny, I say gracefully, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I would also, <laughs> I would also be like, you don't have to be that. But Danny, I just love how direct Danny is. Yeah. Though. Like whatever's on her mind, she just fucking asks. Yeah. It. I really enjoy that. Um, she, doesn't have to stay, she doesn't have to stay for the party. She just had to stay for the episode, which is interesting, but we're going with it. <laughs> um, and then Taylor tells Alice, like, is basically like, I'm from normal. <laughs> You're from Fancy. Alice. I, Alice. Like, Alice. you don't actually, like, this, no. And Alice keeps being like, no, like... like you're not like you know you're not regular if you are so am i and like i once dated a famous person when i wasn't famous like i get it what do you think she's talking about dana yeah alice saying i'm just like you i was once regular basically (laughs) really got me but i thought it was so cute and like authentic how she basically was like it's okay like like it doesn't even occur to her that alice might actually want to go on the date she's like it's fine you don't have to like don't don't worry about it like there's no part of her that is that thinks she's even rejecting alice at all it doesn't even cross her mind she just runs a humble liberated yeah but surely someone in her life has been like you know you're unusually hot (laughs) (laughs) you know like you should do voiceover yeah, I yeah. I really loved the line that she's giving Alice a big chef's kiss to the episode, and I was like, "But what about <laughs> so, a real kiss?" I know. Yeah, I thought they would make that joke. I did too. Yeah, but um, she is. She's going to do it, right? She said she'd give Alice yeah. a little. Yeah, I think we might. I think this might be a love interest. Oh, I think. Ooh. I think oh, oh. potential candidate for the one. Wow. Oh yeah, this is probably the one. Maybe. Although, the if one. we're doing this, then maybe like. Tasha, if everyone's getting back to their access, maybe Lisa's the one. Wow, that'd be <laughs> <laughs> that would be what I want to see. Maybe trans woman Lisa, the one. trans woman Lisa returns. That's it's what the people want, and by the people, I mean me and my friends because my friends love me. Okay, but if Bet's mom came back to life, couldn't Dana come back to life? That that would be that's now Great that's point. now yeah, that's something. <laughs> now we're cooking. Uh, Tess has arrived to just miss all of the episode, basically. Right. At any point in LA, if the episode has already started and you're still at home, you're not going to make it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. If you are leaving at the time that you need to be somewhere, wrong. Don't you're go. Just like, you're not going to get there in time. Yeah. Yeah. Stay at home and watch a show. Yeah. Gorgeous. Shane is like, <laughs> Shane is like, um, I want to leave for no particular reason. Let's get out of here real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, and they do. And oh, in the meantime, Tess also apologizes because we need that moment of Tess being like, actually, I'm sorry. I was I'm a little sorry. Harsh. I take yeah. it back. You can hit me with an axe. But Shane can't take back I thought, what she did in that blue light room. I thought yeah. Ivy was going to come out right then. But uh-huh. instead, Ivy waits until Sophie's there. And I want to say that I really respect this <laughs> because I do think that if I was like, felt like I was being kept a secret... I would be like, I'm not going to be so chaotic that I like ruin this person's relationship. But yeah. I do want one person to know that Shane and I fucked. I want yeah. one person to know. But yeah, does and she Ivy, know well, Shane but has a girlfriend? I don't think Ivy does oh. or would. Oh, that's a really good point. I don't see why. Oh, that's, oh, that feels, mm. <laughs> So I think she's just kind of bragging that she like boned. Sure. Work, you know? So maybe she didn't even hear voices outside. Like yeah. it wasn't calculated. 
Unless Shane was like, stay in here. I don't know. Oh, but she maybe knew because she find out Shane owned the bar and Shane owns the bar with Tess. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. I think also a quick Instagram lurk y- wouldn't yeah. have revealed this information. I think she probably has an idea, but I guess, I guess if I was flirting with a hot person and I was like, I think this person has a partner and they didn't bring up their partner yeah. and continue to flirt with me, I would go, either this person is one of the many queer couples who are non-monogamous in some way in a healthy way that is totally fine and not really represented on TV or <laughs> it's not a happy relationship in which case like no offense but that's not really my problem and I'm <laughs> kind of <laughs> wow right for invasion uh well we get our only appearance of Micah in the episode to be like I'm gonna go away because Finley's doing a special dinner for Sophie. Yeah. Excuse me, the characters who matter are doing something, so I'm gonna go to my room. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll be, the Harry Potter line that's like, I'll be in my room making no noise and pretending I do not exist. Exactly. Yeah, and he's also like, that steak looks really good. And Finley's like, it's chicken. Oh. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I didn't, I did enjoy that. But, but then Sophie shows up. And first Finley's like, I made you this dinner. It's so cute. You know, whatever, because I applied to college and you're 100th episode. And then Danny comes in right behind mm-hmm. and uh, figure I come piss in your hallway for a change. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Perfect. so good. I loved it. Perfect. Yeah. No yeah. notes. Uh-huh. Especially followed by truce. Like that is so like that's power. And I love it. Yeah. And um, it and then Micah's like, I hear Danny, so yeah. I'm allowed to be in the episode and for another beat. And they're reunited. They get to be friends again. And I did like that. The original they're, foursome who lived in that house together all are all around, the, around table. the table. And they're all going to be best, best friends forever. I'm happy for them. And I'm excited to see them all around the table. Yeah. Me too. And that's the episode. <laughs> Okay, so one thing about this episode that I think is important is that this is the first episode of any episode of The L Word that has not included Bette Porter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because she's in Toronto. Which I... Oh, and wait, am I not going to be in the next episode of our lives because <laughs> I'm going to Toronto tonight? Do I just like get removed? Depends whose story yeah. it is, I guess. Well, you could call Angie if you wanted to. That's true. So I, we get like a little bit of like a, a reference. Yeah. Cool. Though in the original show, like when Bat would go to New York or whatever, we'd we go with her. her. So it just yeah. depends on who's, who, you know, what, who's, who's the focus. But yeah, Bet Bet is not in this episode. I don't know. I, I was really expected we were going to see them in Toronto. Yeah. I'm fine with it because I do think that ultimately they want them to be endgame. And so if they want them to be endgame, like what are we going to do with them for like the whole season? Like even if they... I don't know. It's like, I don't need any more back and forth between our bet and Tina going to get back together if the ultimate conclusion is yes. So just like keep them together, keep them in Toronto. They make appearances here and there. Okay. Like I'm fine with that. Like watching people. I mean, there's a reason why there's so much cheating and chaos on the outward. Like you, you need conflict. Yeah. I think there's yeah, that's every show. more creative ways to do Grey's conflict, anatomy. Yeah. So it's like more duck mysteries. Unless one of them's going to like, you know, die, which I don't think people would want. Um, can you imagine? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So it's like, we either need to really get into Tina's work and really get into the intricacies <laughs> of Murdoch mysteries and like what it takes to create that show or like what other categories in life family. I bet's reconciled with her mom and all the rest of her family's dead. Tina. I don't know. So she could run a marathon. That's nice. They could start a business together. Yeah. Sure. They could start a little crafts business making bracelets. Beautiful. Yeah, but that wouldn't really be respecting Tina's work. They could start a, bi- a business making matching hoodies for dogs and humans. Wow, that is cute. That already exists. Did I'm we sorry. like this episode? 
I did. I did. I liked it a lot. I thought, I thought it was, was really fun. fun. I liked having a break from bed and teen. Like I liked that we were able to focus on the other characters. Mm-hmm. And also it kind of meant there was like always a queer actor on screen at any given moment, which is fun. Yeah. Too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it was a, there was a lot of fun stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. There was also a lot of stuff that felt maddening and confusing, but it was, you know, it was eased by the fact that there were like good guest stars. Rosie's back. Yeah. Like there was that me cute. That was really fun. No, I was, ha- I was like, entertained and and enjoying myself for the whole time like there wasn't any part where i was like yeah me either and the interesting thing is that the first two episodes of the season feel like they functioned as like a mini movie and now Mm. this has like almost has season premiere vibes where there's a lot of seeds planted for different stuff yeah Hmm. that's a really good point interesting because we were just saying how last episode was kind of like season finale vibe. like it feels like those two episodes were sort of of their own piece and now yeah like battlestar galactica when they have the little no, nothing for I me. I mean, lots of shows do like in between seasons, like a little like yeah. movie length. Very British. Very British. Yeah. So I had a great time. I liked the episode. Everyone did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. And I liked Margaret Shaw. I liked Joy Lauren Adams. Um, and I like Kalani. We're being blessed by um, iconic guest oh, and stars Rosie. this year. Mm-hmm. I hope we get more Rosie. Me too. I do too. She's she, so like, fun. Was, she like was filming a few times. So hopefully, like I, I feel like she was like back and forth. So. Yeah, I feel like she posted like last episode or something, which means like more than one. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we get to see this whole romance. Are we not going to? That would be such a bummer. Drew, how would we know that? I know, I know I'm saying it like, <laughs> it's a, it's a, no, like I just like, if we, I just like, I, I, they just like, I don't want them to desexualize her. Like I want to get, I don't know. Anyways, we'll see. And you'll see. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of To Ellen Bag Generation Q Edition, one of two podcasts brought to you by Autostraddle.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at To Ellen Back, and you can also email us at To Ellen at gmail.com. Our theme song is by the talented B. Steadwell, and our Gen Q logo is by Jax Co. This episode was produced, edited, and mixed by me, Lauren Klein. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Taylor Klein. You can follow Drew everywhere at draw underscore Gregory. You can follow Annalisa on Instagram at Analoka with two A's and on Twitter at Analoka with one A and an underscore. You can follow the legendary Reese Bernard everywhere at Autowin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, the reason why we're all here, Autostraddle.com. And finally, to end this ep, let's hear some keywords from our girlies. Three, two, one. Quagmire. show. <laughs> Once again, Reese, you've <laughs> crushed show. it. Yeah, thank you. I said quiz show because this episode was called quiz show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nailed thank it. You. Yeah, thank you. I said quagmire. Ooh, that's a good one. First keyword that popped in my head, honestly. Actually, the first thing that popped in my head was chaos spelled with a Q, but Ooh, the first thing that popped in my head was Quincy. <laughs> uh, qualitative because... That's the only way that you can judge. I mean, I get, I, that's how I judge the TV show, not <laughs> right. quantitatively, because yeah. it's not really numbers involved unless I was like doing it by like how many hookups or, yeah. you know, if I was like, that's, you know, you do your like fight count, your. I was gonna say, that's count. kind of a Reese recap style. Mm-hmm. I could be yeah. like, this is, but, but you don't judge the episodes off of being good or bad based no. on how many things there are. No. But yeah, so that's, that's the keyword I thought of. Well, uh, I got a, I got a flight to catch. 
Oh yeah, to Toronto. To, to Toronto. Very L word Gen Q of you to have to run out to get to the airport. Yeah. You need an 18 year old driving you madly, but instead it's just me. That's so nice. Such a nice friend. <laughs> Anna's driven me to the airport and picked me up multiple times in the last wow, like you're month. a hero. I actually love driving people to and from the airport. This is something to know about me if we are friends. Um I, I find out my mom on December 9th. <laughs> I don't know your mom, but okay. I would. Okay. Um I do I just like it. I think um first of all, there is some karmic like, you know, someday points. someone will give you a ride to the airport. I have and I have been driven to the airport by Drew and also my other roommate That's and true. also many other friends who have been like, "Oh yeah, you did that for me." But I don't really do it for that. I do it for 40 minutes being in the car, hanging with my friend. That's and then so nice. Oh, that's so sweet. And then you get to drive back. And you get to like play music or just be, I like being in the car. I'm from the Midwest. We drive a lot. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, that's it. <laughs> see, see you next week. See you next week. Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way. 